Welcome to the E&S Wolves podcast with your host, Nathan Judah, and Wolves correspondent, Tim Spears. Well, hello everybody. Welcome to the ENS Wolves podcast. It's episode 105. I'm Nathan Judah. I'm on my own again. It's my day in, but it's the day off for Mr. Timothy Spears. But that doesn't mean to say that he's not at the other end of a line. Mr. Tim Spears, are you there? Are you in a rush today? That was a, that was a very quick opening. Well, you know, I, I, I did listen to myself for the first time in, in a couple of weeks uh, <laughs> yeah. yesterday. And I, I, do, do you know what? I, I what, did you finally I work am, out what, what a moron you are? I concur. I am very irritating. I'm a very irritating <laughs> human being. Brilliant. Um, and uh, so I thought I'd keep, oh, keep wow. it short today. What, what episode is it today? Episode 105. It's only taken 105 <laughs> episodes, but he's finally cracked it. Oh dear, how do people listen to that dross? Fantastic. Oh dear, how's it going? <laughs> yeah, fine. <laughs> I'm bowled over by that revelation. Have you been in therapy? <laughs> I need some therapy. Deep rooted, <laughs> I'll be honest. Brilliant. Oh, I feel like a weight's been lifted off my shoulders. So we can finally start afresh and do a proper podcast. Do you remember for 106? I'll be like, hello and welcome to episode 106 of the Express and Star Wolverhampton Wanderers podcast, which is probably what more, more like what episode one was. In fact, I'm going to go, go to the archives and, and, and find episode one and see what my introduction was like. It's dreadful. It's oh, terrible. It's dreadful. The oh, whole, the whole thing is shocking. I, I oh, remember, I remember doing it. It was so awkward. Proper orcs. And look what it's involved into. Well, no, it, it, don't be so hard on yourself. For okay. uh, for some reason, which I've yet to work out, some people do like you. I don't, I don't understand it at all. To be honest. <laughs> I don't understand it. People have surely got better things to do. So, um, are you um, are you having a drink at the moment? A drink? Yeah. Just wondered what, you, what you've got on. Sparkling what? water. I have got have got water with me. Have you? Uh, do you know what? I, I was going to go into something about drink today because I'm slightly I'm slightly damp. Um, okay. <laughs> Incredibly so. So we just got. I tell you why. We've got. We've got. Um, got a tap that got fitted yesterday in the kitchen. Been waiting for this. This it's called a Zip Hydro Tap, um, and it's been um, been waiting for this for about four or five months. Anyway, it got fitted this week. Um, it's basically three nozzles in one, so it offers you literally boiling water straight away. Don't have to boil a kettle. It's just one 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 um, one tap of a button boiling water, or you change the colour of it and it's filtered cold water or you Very change the good. colour of it again and it's sparkling water so absolutely brilliant three in one tap uh, loving life drinking loads of fluids um, and I bought one of those I went to Sainsbury's and I bought one of those um, you know those huge kind of like water gallon bottles you've got like a you've got like a handle on it you can take away people take them to the gym you actually you probably won't know too much about no, those but no, anyway no idea. there's a litre and a half bottle that you can take these plastic bottles so I fill it up today and it's got you know like a little beak on the top, and you can, you can like a straw mechanism sort of thing that you can push up. And I'm in the car, and I, and I pull this straw out, and obviously put sparkling water in it. Didn't like the pre- pressure. Well, it was like a menthol sweet in Coca-Cola. It spread everywhere, all over the seat, all over me, and it caused a crash on the M6. It's unbelievable. Um, just because of the sparkling water, so I'm slightly damp now. I'm absolutely covered in water. It's not the first water. time that scenario has happened in your car, but let's not get into that. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, also, I think it's best to start paying you too much because I've just Googled the Zip Hydro Tap. Yes. They're not cheap. No, but they, I did get a good deal on them, to be fair. Didn't they sell them in Aldi? Because, <laughs> because um, we've got a good deal on them because um, my wife um, treats... Um, the the wife of the owner of one of these things, and so we we got a good. Oh, it's not what you know. It's It's not what you know. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, Um, fitted, but um, yeah, it's just superb. Well, that's good. I mean, the reason I asked you about if you had a drink today Mm. is because you you produced uh, during the Liverpool game. Oh, which caught the eye of myself and quite Mm. a few people on Twitter. Mm. uh, A new flask. I did. Yes, it's another new flask. It's all going. It's all going flask flastastic after Christmas. (laughs) Yes. Um. Uh, I'm not quite sure how to describe it really. Well, I'll just say what I see. It's it's mm. quite a, th- a thin white flask yeah. uh, with pictures of donuts on it. Yes. Um, I don't know if this is you slipping back into your bad old ways. Mm. Mm. Uh, re re donuts. Um, well, it's I mean it's um, it's visual porn, isn't it? Of, of something <laughs> that you can't have. 
um, but you can I can almost touch it. I mean, the, the delicious donuts on there. I'd, I'd love to say, and a lot of people said, oh, you know, he's doing he's doing his mum's service. She obviously bought him for Christmas, and he's got to be seen to be to be using it. Unfortunately, um, this, this was the choice of myself and myself alone um, at a shopping visit about a couple of months ago, and it, it, I'd right. lost my my normal flask. So this this came out of hiding, and uh, yeah, it, I guess it looks a little bit girly. Extremely, but I still think I pull it off. Extremely well. Um, where, where where did you buy it from? Um, I think it was one of these kind of like craft stores, you know, one, one of our trips to the craft stores. Crap stores is right. Uh, so, some in- instant replies to this. Um, oh, uh, Bob Dunn says, where's he put the flowers then? Is quite uh, good. Nice, uh, nice. The famous Susie Perry just replies oh, with, girly. Yes. Is it girly though? Is it girly? Uh, it's extremely girly. Uh, Stuart, well, Stuart Moll says, my missus has one of those. Oh, right, okay. Uh, Aidan Howgate says, it looks like it's from the set of Abigail's Party. Quite a highbrow reference there, 1970s uh, TV programme. Right, okay. It holds 500 millilitres of hot or cold you know, liquid though. Barters says, is it his mum's Christmas present? No, uh, no A couple of people asking if it's a lava lamp. Oh, I did um, have a lava lamp back in there. I loved a lava lamp. Uh, Paul Walker says, it looks like a dildo. Wow. <laughs> and Omni Shambles sums it up for most of us when he Go says, on. what the actual F-U-C-K um, is that monstrosity? <laughs> goodness. Talking about F- F- F-U-C-K... Um, I did have a few FCUK t-shirts in my time and thought I was I superb did. wandering around them. Like, I was a very cool, cool camper. Did you have one of them? Uh, i tell you what you had. You had Global Hypercolour, 100%. Had what? Global Hypercolour t-shirts. What's that? What? Are you joking? No. Oh, no. No, no go every on, what? Kid, every kid had a Global Hypercolour t-shirt. They were the best things ever. Global Hypercolour? They changed colour... Um, to whether you, whether you were hot or cold. Are you five? Oh no, mate! Everyone's had a global hypercolor t-shirt. No, never heard of it. Oh, stop it! Hey, football stop teams it. could have that, and then change it if, it if it's home or away. Oh yeah, I like that. See that 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 probably could be the next invention for a kit, maybe a third kit next year, changing colours. Like That'd that. That'd be superb. I can't believe it. I'm going to buy one. They must they must still sell them. Do they still sell them? Retro, very I, retro, I, but awesome. I don't know. I, I, well, I had a mug that changed colour when you put hot water in it. That was quite cool. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's nice. Is that yeah? Good at Spears, uh, Spears Christmas, fun Christmas. <laughs> what's been happening? What's uh, what, what's happening at your end? Uh, I've started a bit of a January detox. Uh, everyone does it, oh, so I thought I'd, oh, I'd do it. Um, that going to last till? When, well, are at, when are we at Bournemouth? <laughs> February. <laughs> Um, well, I, I, I had quite an excessive Christmas and New Year. Yes, you um, did, sir. Lots of blackouts, um, <laughs> lots of two-day hangovers. So I just thought it's time, time to sort my life out, really. So I know, when you turned up at Fulham, I mean, that was probably a low <laughs> point in your career. <laughs> 15 minutes more kick-off. <laughs> 11 minutes to go. <laughs> do, a quick, do a quick Facebook Live video. Everyone knows the team. Um, so yeah, no, it's. Um, uh, How's it working then? Watch, watch your. It's okay. I went on a walk to Can- in Cannock Chase the other day. Wow, a walk in Cannock Chase. Yeah. Excellent news. Any uh, any cars kicking around there? Any caravans? Any any windows open? <laughs> um, yeah, it's quite. Sick. I, I got I got a, a call. Stan? I got a call about Tammy Abraham while while we're in the middle of um, while we're in the middle of Cannock Chase limited <laughs> signal. I had to just stick, Tell me, a, goodness me. stick a couple of tweets out, try and get a story done. Yeah. Miss, Mrs. wasn't impressed, to be honest. Oh, I bet she <laughs> it's like, was it's, sun, it's Sunday afternoon. That's Can the we... worst thing in it. I think. I think when 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 you do our job and you you are on Twitter or whatever, then you, or you, you know you're just about to start the car. So I, I pulled into one of the laybys recently and uh, and um, and did a couple of a couple of texts. I think I forgot to put a prediction thing out. I'll do weird emojis before a game. And she's just like, really, really? Could you not wait forty minutes? I'm like, no, because then you're going to lose the impetus of it. And she's like, impetus. honestly, like this is getting this is getting beyond beyond a joke. Like you need to stop this. So but you can't, can you? Yeah. You know, it's a twenty four seven job sometimes. I think unless you're a big football fan, you don't, mm. you just don't get it that it's get that it it's twenty four seven on Twitter these days. Mm. And if you don't, I mean, you you get ridiculous amounts of abuse. If you know, like, God God forbid, you have a day off and t- you turn your phone off. I mean, goodness me. Sometimes in unprofessional spears. Sometimes, especially during the transfer window, if I have a day off and don't tweet for a day, I get a few tweets saying, "Where are you, Tim?" <laughs> Come on, give me a break. <laughs> you have turned your phone off before, haven't you? I think there was a period last year where you had to turn it off. For a I've deleted. Of days. Like, I, have de- I have deleted Twitter before. 
deleted it really deleted the app off my phone yeah mm. it's got to be done for, for your mental health really yeah because it is it, that's the first one you go to in it on your, on your phone you probably I would say Twitter and the thing is that the iPhones now I mean I know you've got what some sort of like Nokia 3210 still but on the iPhones now which is dangerous really it shows your usage and your percentage of usage oh, yeah. so which is not great so like I'm looking at now where am I looking at here and it comes up and I'm like oh god it's like two and a half hours on social media a day which isn't great, and then it's, it's like you you are under you are under your your average daily amount. I'm like, oh god. Well, I've got this I've got this new phone, this new uh, watch, which I think I told you about. Which um, so it vibrates whenever I get a notification. I'm, Bonus. Honestly, with 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 Twitter, it's just, it's just non-stop. I've, I've, <laughs> I feel like some it feels like some kind of sexual implement. I'm gonna say absolutely. Anyway, there you go. Um, should we talk some fo- fo- football? Football. Yeah. So um. A windy night at Molyneux, Tim. Wolverhampton yeah. Wanderers 2, Liverpool 1. Um, what, what did you make of it? I mean, look, you, you can only beat what's put out in front of you. Um, but I, I don't care. I, it was a thoroughly enjoyable night. I mean, the corner flags were, were, were barely staying in, in their holes. Oh, I, I mean, it, Literally. It was, uh, it, was, it was blowing a gale at Molyneux. I, I, I'll be honest, I didn't even notice the wind. To, to be honest. I didn't at all. Did I didn't at all. <laughs> Until he said it, I'm like, I literally, literally choked on my donut, <laughs> donut yeah. flask. Yeah, if, if anyone's not seen this, Jurgen Klopp just had a bit of a mention about the about the wind, so, uh, kind of saying, "Oh, my players are struggling to control the ball." I think it was it was the point he was making, but yeah, it's just bizarre. I mean, I took a tweet out about this the other day. You know, we had Man, uh, Pep Guardiola moaning about the balls last year. Pochettino saying Spurs were tired. I mean, they've won they've won three games since then. Yeah. Spurs. They won four games before then. So what? They just, were just tired for for one day. I mean, it's come just on. Just a joke. Well, one half even. You know. Just give Wolves a bit more, bit more respect. You know, you were beaten by Spurs and and Liverpool. Certainly, just beaten by the better team on the day. And I don't think yeah. either manager could complain about the result. But yet they did. But in in a kind of a childish kind of way. But it's almost so, it's almost like for a big time manager, you're not allowed to admit that you know we we weren't as good as the, the, this 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 lower you know, lower in inverted commas ranked team. You know we have to have an excuse. It's almost well, like you can't you can't come out and say oh they were better than us today because you're leaving yourself open it, to your own fans. Well, it's just it's arrogance stupid. because you know they're very careful pre-match to to big up the opposition and, and pay a lot of respect. You know all of them all of them did and all of them do. Mm. And then you know after after a defeat they just throw their toys out of the pram and yeah it's it's that inner arrogance just just comes out of them. Yeah. So I mean, well, if according to some reports, you may have seen that James James Milner was blaming the pitch as well, mm. uh, which he wasn't, by the way. <laughs> Can I just point out, honestly, uh, our local competition do rile me uh-huh. on a daily basis. Oh, was it then? Was it when you said some clickbait stuff with their headlines? Yeah, uh, got the story through the copy through from PA the night before half yeah. ten. Yeah, James Milner says, "Oh, the pitch was a bit lively." Um, but it's the same for both teams. Yeah. And then he said it was his fault for the goal. He said, it, you know, I can only blame myself. And then the head, the headline the next day, on our, from our local rivals, said because um, I, I, I left it. I saw the quotes um, yeah. and thought about doing a story for the paper for the next day because I was, I was in that night. Mm. Um, and thought, no, I'll, I'll leave it. It's not, not yeah, much in that yeah, really. It's, it's not, not really no, a story. It's not a lot. Anyway, next day, oh, yeah, Milner launches astonishing attack on Wolves' no, pitch. I, I mean, come this. on, just have some dignity, for goodness' sake! Oh, I, I, I don't want to get on my high horse and be like, oh, cause, you know, I understand why why publications do it money to chase the clicks, clicks and whatever. Yeah, and we're all struggling mm. in the industry to make to make a lot of money and whatever. But still, just have some dignity, for God's sake! Oh God! Because because the issue with that is, all right, James Milner's next next match. What, why would he stop and, and speak to the press? Because yeah. he knows that his words are going to get taken out of context. And I'm mm-hmm. not being funny. The, the the people in question weren't even interviewing him. They never no, do. No, no. Um, never, never, it was never, um, never the mix zone. No, exactly. So, oh, just you know. So they take someone else's hard work who's managed to get an interview with James Milner, who's who's yeah. very kindly stopped after after a defeat, mm-hmm. given an interview. He was then, feeling bad because obviously he was at fault for for, for Raul's goal. You know, lost lost the ball. So he, yeah, totally. Quite but easy, could, could have been to stop. Go. And then other publications, you know, not just this one, mm-hmm. go and take those quotes and run with take them advantage. and can completely change the context of them. So yeah. 
So we all moan about footballers being bland in post-match interviews. They don't say anything. But well, it, makes why, your, why, it makes why, your job harder. Why, why should they say anything? Why should mm. they say anything in the slightest bit controversial or that could yeah. be interpreted in a different way? So yeah. annoys me. Annoys me. I know that's not at the top of everyone's uh, priority list right now, but um, no. from a media point of view, that's it's very annoying. But there's the, and, and there's another you know, there's another aspect as well where footballers who, who haven't or haven't really because they don't give you any time and, and they just put their head down when they could do two, two or three minutes as well. So they're, they're to blame as well. You know, a lot of the time so but someone like James Milner who's probably one of the most professional people you can you could possibly wish to meet that that's that's not good and he will always speak and you know but the foot some footballers could do a little bit more as well that too but yeah overall um it was a great night and mm-hmm. Wolves kind of had to win that game really if they hadn't I know that I've seen a couple of stats about um the worth of Liverpool's team yeah 165 million I think it was but really nine changes um, a, a, a teenage debutant at right back, even though he's a winger. Mm-hmm. A 16 year old comes in at centre half. Fabinho, normally a midfielder, and then Moreno, who's, you know, terrible. Lambasted by everybody, um, and has certainly got a rick in him. That's your back four. So if, if you're not going to be able to beat that back four, then from a, from a, from a team of Wolves' quality and the team that Wolves put out, then yeah, they, they sort of had to win it. It felt like a more of a satisfying win rather than a euphoric win. Purely because of, like I said, of the team that they put out. Um, okay, we've, well we've done we've done the analysis, so let's let's do let's do three up, three down before we get into um, get into a couple of tweets. Um, three up, uh, Mr. John Ruddy, Tim. Um, look, he's had to he's had to kick his heels on the sidelines, but but what a fantastic save and, and delighted for him that he he made a, a you know a big impact on the game. Yeah, brilliant. You know, really a very likable guy. But more importantly, extremely important in his dressing room. You know, we see him in the post-match videos that Wolves put out, congratulating all the players, win or lose if they come in. You know, welcomes him into the dressing room. He's um, he's a very he's a very important part of this dressing room, and they're lucky to have him. And they're lucky he hasn't gone because I think you know it, once you start to take those key figures out of the dressing room, yeah, then then it's a dangerous game, really. You need leaders, you need people to bring the other guys, particularly the younger guys, together, mm-hmm. or to tell you know the Portuguese guys you know what, what certain things are about in the English game. You, know, you need that. So um, I'm, glad, I'm very glad he's still here. He's proven himself a more than able deputy. You know, two clean sheets in the Carabao Cup, and then uh, couldn't do anything with Origi's goal, and then, yeah, a wonderful save from Shakiri's free kick. So good for him, and I'm pleased for him that he gets another game because, as we said the other night, but he was absolutely gutted when Liverpool came out the hat, probably yeah. thinking it's his last game of the season. You know, no sure. exaggeration. So he'll be there in the next round. I'm sure. Uh, I'd, well, I'd be surprised if Nuno doesn't stick with him as his cup keeper. So, mm-hmm. so good for him because he's got something to to look forward to now. And, and if and if if anything does happen to Patricio, you know, a massive loss of form or injury, yeah, then I'd feel very confident in in Ruddy coming in. So one John Ruddy, two Neves. Yeah, finally. 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 We all, we all, well, all the fans shouting him to shoot from 30 yards and mm. he's, they've been hitting Rosehead and barely getting off the floor or been dragged horribly wide. He hasn't really gone close with a long shot for a while. So, But as Nuno said after the game, you know, they keep encouraging him to shoot, which is good. And yeah, he caught it perfectly. I'd, I'd, you'd struggle to find a keeper that would save that. You know, he hit it so quickly, right in the corner. Uh, yeah, fantastic for him. But also, he was man of the match. He was excellent defensively. Played a little bit deeper to protect the back three. Um, very intelligent player. He is very intelligent. And obviously, we all know about his use of the ball. is exceptional. So he's, we've seen a different side to him this season. You know, it's mm-hmm. not all about the artistry. You know, it's, it's a bit of um, bit of brawn to go with the brains as well this season. He's, mm-hmm. he's been tackling a lot more, a lot more defensive. And doing and doing a good job of it, you know. He's he's been a bit less influential than last season, but the last few weeks he's really come on, come into his own. He was um, he was good at Spurs, good when he came off the bench against Palace. I thought as well could have come on earlier, and they're very good against Liverpool. So he's um, he's back in form, and I think he's probably earned his place for for the Etihad on Monday. Um, last one, um, just just missed out on the top three um, was was Diogo Jota, who I just think was delighted to, to well he had a good game, but also to, to get back in. Maybe surprising so that he made a, he made a return in that in that game, but obviously good moving forward. But but then Donker, the donk, yeah, decent, decent, both very good. Yeah, Jota picked up where he left off after his injury, which was mm-hmm. which was great because he was playing very very well before his hamstring strain. And they missed him over Christmas. I think they'd have picked up two or three more points over Christmas if Jota had been fit. And then then Donker, yeah, um, we're seeing more attributes from him. You know, the more the more we see of him, um, he's not the most mobile of players, but he was he was a bit of a box to box player. He was getting forward a lot. I mean, he was um, he was free and open. If Jimenez wanted to pass it for that first goal, yeah, 
And then he's, ch he's chasing, following in after Nevers' shot for the second goal. You know, if the keeper had spilled it, he'd have been there for a tap-in. So, um, big, strong, physical. You know, Wolves don't have that in midfield. So, mm. good, in, good in the air as well. He won a few headers. Sniffed out danger quite well, particularly in the second half. We had a couple of key interceptions. So, uh, yeah, there's more to come from him as well. Because we know he's good on the ball. He didn't really have a chance to show that against Liverpool as much. But, um very, um, very promising, and good that he's involved now because he he can become an extra option in midfield. And all of a sudden, you know, Wolves were looking, sh Wolves have been looking short in midfield all season, and we're and we're thinking they've oh, got to sign someone I lost in January. You there. Lost you there. I lost you there. Hello. It's okay, though. Keep going. Yeah, you, you're still there. You just you just faded out for about two or three seconds, but you're back. Oh, That's fine. Yeah, no, we've we been saying all season Wolves have been short in midfielders, and they have signed someone in January. Now they've got Matinho and Neves both in form recently. Sainz has been fantastic when he's when he's played. And now Dendonka, plus you've got the option of Gibbs-White as well. So Wolves, all of a sudden, have got a plethora of, of options in central midfield. So that's that's fantastic news. And for me, it means they don't need to dip into the market for that for that position this month. I tell you, we've also got a plethora of options, Tim. Wolverhampton Building Supplies. Professional oh. service and advice for all your building requirements. They've got three delivery vehicles that offer same-day, next-day reliable deliveries. From fitting an outside tap to building a complete house, they provide all the materials you need at the best local cost. Your one-stop shop for all your DOI and building products. That is Wolverhampton Building Supplies. I'll tell you who else is hot, um, except for the four players and Wolverhampton Building Supplies. And um, me. And you. Very good. Would be Nuno. I've got to say, Ooh, we spoke, we, well, we spoke about it last week. How, yeah. I, you know, I was really keen for him to give the, give it a go in the cup and a lot of fans saying exactly the same thing. Yeah. And he did it. Mm. And he made five changes, but really, he only rested two players. He rested yeah. Patricio and Doherty. But but the other three changes that they weren't resting players. He's brought in mm -hmm. Jota and Neves who mm -hmm. improved the team. He's brought in Dendonka. Yeah. So he's probably made pretty much fewer changes in terms of um, resting players than almost anyone in the Premier League. Yeah. If, if you look if you look at it, I think twelve teams rested eight made eight or more changes. So he's taking it pretty much as seriously as, as any as any manager in the Premier League. Fair play to him. He's never done that in the cups before. I didn't see it come in. Um, but I really hope he take he takes that into into the into the next round and hopefully beyond, you know, because yeah, Wolves have so. got a fantastic chance in this competition yeah. this year if they get a favourable draw. Um, but, but having said that, they'll fancy themselves to be anybody, perhaps Man City yeah. aside. So they're already six favourites for the cup. Um, there's definitely a win, definitely a winnable tie in the next round. hundred percent. Taking all my material here. You're taking everything, everything. We're going on okay. in a minute. Let, okay, let, sorry. Let's, Let's do that. Do the down first, and we'll talk about 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 going forward. Um, so, so down, Johnny um, was on the right this time. Didn't really do too much for me. There's a few people who are suggesting that Vinagua should be given a go on the on the left, and um, with, with Joe Doherty Edwards being right. one of them. Pardon? Joe Edwards being one of them. Oh really? Mm. Um, what would you What would you say? Uh, he's not. He's not. He's not making as much of an impact um, now. He's he, well. He hasn't got back to the heights that he was showing before his injury. Um, he was he was exceptional in kind of September October time. Really, since that Spain call up, he hasn't really been himself. I don't think he had a couple of okay games, but nothing that stood out in my eye. He's he's not he's not making a um, a case like Jimenez is, you know, to be signed at the end of the season. Yeah, Vinagra developing week week by week. Really, um, we know he's got the attributes. I think I, I prefer him stretching the play down the left. He's a bit naive still, and he gives mm -hmm. the, gives the ball away a lot. You know, Johnny. Johnny is your solid option. Yeah. If I don't want to get down this route, but but the, the Johnny is the safe option, right? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm very sorry. Sorry, that's that's the child in me coming out there. You, you play Vinagre every week, then. <laughs> <laughs> it's just more exciting. <laughs> oh dear. I could I could um, go on, but no, we'll let's, not, on, let's, we'll not, let's not. But no, um, but but he is he's ex he's a defender basically, isn't he, yeah. Johnny? He's a defender. He's very good defensively. He's probably the best tackler in the team actually. But going forward, he he just doesn't have that impact. He, he's not that type of player, and I don't no. think he's ever going to be. He's he's a fullback. He's a fullback. Mm -hmm. full I'm not sure he's a wing back. He's good at pressing. He's very good at tackling. And he's very good at defending. Vinagre sort of the opposite. He's good going forward, stretching the play, dribbling down the flank. 
but defensively not as good. So maybe it's a bit of a horses for courses approach for, for the rest of the season. But mm-hmm. if, if Vinagra can improve the defensive side of his game, improve his passing, improve his team play, then he's going to be a hell of a player. And he's only 19. Um, definitely one to watch in the next few years for me. But yeah, Johnny, I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not, he's not making a massive case for himself to be, you've got to sign me next season. Okay, we'll just skirt over these two, these last two then for not. Um, Cavalero came off the bench, didn't really do too much for me. And, and, you know, obviously this is his chance to, to impress or was his chance to impress with Jota out and probably not uh, not done as much as he would have hoped. No, and I think Troyore, Troyore didn't get on the pitch presumably because of this, this tight hamstring he picked up at Spurs. You know, we yeah. only saw him for six minutes against Palace. So this, yeah, with, with Jota out recently and, and Traore hit and miss and then and slightly injured... It should be his chance to shine. You could say the same for Costa as well, but Cavalero infuriate, infuriatingly inconsistent on his day. Pretty much the most talented player in the squad, and he's he's just not he's just not doing it. Albeit in a slightly different position against Liverpool because he was kind of one of one of two up front, but he's not doing enough. Um, and last last on the list, um, someone who would have you know uh, be thankful for a game after being kicking his heels on the bench, and, and good to see him start. Leo Bonatini. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about January in a bit, but I think yeah. as soon as they get a striker in, um, he'll be out the door, I think. Gone. OK, so yes, as you said, as you previously mentioned, sixth favourites to win the FA Cup. City 5-2, to two, Chelsea 5-1, to one, Spurs 7-1, to one, Man United 9s, Arsenal 12s and Wolves 14-1. to one. United and Arsenal play each, other, play each other in the next rounds. That's one of those teams gone. Um, Wolves will play the winner of Stoke and Shrewsbury Town. Of course, a potential meeting with Dave Edwards and, and Sam Ricketts. Um, Travelling support will be great on, on both, I'm sure, with it being um, local derbies. What, what, um, how do you feel they could do? Do you feel that this could be you know, a, a really decent run in the competition? I think, it's a, I think it's a winnable tie. Both teams are mid-table and, and struggling. You, know, you, don't want a, you don't want a resurgent minnow. You don't, you don't want a Premier League team. You don't want anyone who's... I don't know, but well... I think I think it's good that it's away from home. I think if mm-hmm. Wolves were playing Stoke at home, yeah, I wouldn't fancy him as much. You know, it'd be a quiet, very quiet Molyneux, half full at best, packed away end. Um, I, I'd 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 be worried about them in that respect. But away from home, I definitely fancy them to win either game. From a fan's point of view, you probably want it to be Stoke because they'll get far more tickets. They'll get that full away end, like like we saw in the cup. Two years ago, in fact, it was Stoke and Liverpool that Wolves beat in the cup two years ago, and they mm-hmm. got knocked out by Chelsea in the fifth round. Shrewsbury, uh, um, another local derby. Wolves don't go there as often. From a press point of view, I don't, I don't fancy that tight Montgomery's oh. Waters Meadow uh, press oh. box, which will be absolutely packed to the rafters. Yeah. And I'd, uh, well, if if, if Rowett hadn't been sacked, I'd say I'd probably prefer to play Stoke. Mm-hmm. As far as a more winnable game, but we'll have mm-hmm. to see how they do. And obviously, they've imported Nathan Jones yesterday, so um, you know they should be they should be in the top three or four in the championship with that squad. He's been uh, he's been gone too long, by the way, Nathan Jones. What? No. 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 Sorry, ben- no. Banana Rama. Oh no! Oh come on, man! Banana Rama, you, you're struggling today, aren't you? Global Hypercore and our Banana Rama. Banana Rama. What have you been Nathan listening to? Now, Jones, seven, now seventeen you've again. Been gone too long. No. No. Oh come on! I bet you've oh, got their greatest hits, haven't you? Oh come on, man! I tell you what, people who are listening to this, literally banging the head against the radio. I don't think many are, mate. It's Banana Rama. What the hell? Are you wrong joking? With it? It's an absolute classic. It's old school. Oh, anyway, mate, moving on. You, 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 you make me sick. Um, anyway. I, 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 do, I do, I do, fancy them for a cup run. I really do. You see, teams all the time get a favourable draw all the way to the semis, not having played many big teams. You know, mm-hmm. Wolves have already played one. But equally, like I said, they'll fancy they'll fancy themselves to turn over anyone on their day, especially like say, especially at home. Draw, the big teams. You get a good draw. And you you avoid a couple of big boys or a couple of big boys meet each other, and like you say, you've seen you've seen people get to the final or the semi final. No, totally. To play much. Totally, and you see, you know, Spurs are away at Palace in the next round. That's that's not a given. And then, no. as you say, Arsenal or Man United will be knocked out. Mm-hmm. They can. I'd, I'd love them to get to the quarters. Obviously, the semis have been fantastic. I'd love them to go on a bit of a run. Yeah. Um, safety is secured. They're not going to get relegated. Yes, top half is the target. But I think that they can combine a push for the top half, or maybe slightly higher, with with a cup run. I think they've showed it. Yes, they've got a fairly small squad, but it's a quality squad. It's a quality bench. Um, they've got no other competitions to worry about. Matches are mostly now weekend to weekend. There's only a couple of midweekers. So... Yes, let's go for it. Come on. 
Wolves, uh, Wolves gonna gonna qualify for the Europa League on two fronts: the league <laughs> and winning the FA Cup. <laughs> Honestly, league. this this city though, this city loves a cup run and needs Ooh, no loves. excuse to get behind it. Well, you know they won the cup four times. They had a few. They've had a few near misses. A couple of semis in the seventies. Uh, semi in the 90s, 98. So Jack Hayward said all throughout the 90s, you know, he'd rather win the FA Cup than win the Premier League. He made a massive thing of it. Yeah. Wolves went for it on a number of occasions, a few quarterfinals, one semi. But it, it's, an, it's an FA Cup club. They love it. The fans absolutely love it. And they will need no excuse to jump on a bandwagon of an FA Cup run. So, yeah, let's keep it going. So after your declaration um, last week of, of you would give up a toe to win the FA Cup, there's, there's, there's quite. <laughs> I would. The, I definitely would. We asked the peeps to um, to come back to see what would they give up to win the FA Cup. So Tim, what what would some of the peeps give up to win the FA Cup? Well, I had to think about that, and I, I definitely would. I, I wouldn't give up my little toe because I feel like it would affect my balance yeah. and, when I'm walking. But like the fourth yeah. toe, you don't need the fourth toe. But Just, there's nerve endings there. I feel like you still have some repercussions at some point with not having like, a fourth toe. I feel like it would smart a little, um, certainly in the initial phases. Mm. But that that would be counteracted by the joy uh, that the FA Cup win would bring. So I, I would definitely do it. I'd, I'd sacrifice it. And yes, other people would sacrifice some very important things. Do you know what? Do you know what? I, oh, I'll tell you in a minute. I'll tell you in a minute. Okay. Uh, but, I'll, if, if Wolves got to a semi-final... Yeah. If Wolves got... Yeah, I'm not saying final. I'm not saying win it. If Wolves got to a semi-final this year, I will, and you can record it... Well, it's been recorded. Okay. Well, you can, you, you can, you can, you can record it when I'm there. I will go to McDonald's and I will have a super-size Big Mac fries and a full-fat Coke in front of you and you can film it. That is the worst sacrifice I've ever heard in my life. What? What? How, many, how many people huge. listen? How many people listen to this podcast would love to just go and eat a McDonald's? Yeah, but, yeah, but, What's yeah, but, wrong with you? Oh, oh do, do you know what? If Wolves got to the semis, I would have a thousand pounds in my bank account. <laughs> Definitely, I would. No, I would. I would do that. See, that What's is, the matter with you? Are you kidding me? That's that. That's that's what I'd sacrifice. So come you on, can do me. better than that. I want you to do better than that. All right, go on then. Um, that's, but that's, that's a lot I, I want you to do. I want you to do better, like Bob Dunn, who would sacrifice his wife. To get to, get to win pictures? the FA Cup, um, Tommy H would sacrifice one of his testicles. Right. Uh, he says Excellent no more news. kids required. So, um, Richard Roten replies to Tommy. Said I would also sacrifice one of Tommy's testicles. <laughs> Too late. Steady room. Um, Sean Facer. Yeah. Says I would sacrifice my mom in Wicker Man fashion. Oh come for a on! Trophy. Oh come on! I don't know. He said it. It's there on record. Wow. <clears throat> um, Andy Matthews. I would sacrifice all future feelings of despair suffered after semi-final defeats of years gone by. Mm. Seventy-nine and eighty-one ruined my childhood. And oh, don't I remember them well. Don't talk to me about ninety-eight team selection. So yeah, seventy-nine and eighty-one. I think that was Spurs and Arsenal. Yeah, was and then ninety-eight. I, w- I was there that day. Oh my goodness me! Bad. Wolves. Wolves had a fantastic run that year. They beat Leeds away in the quarters when Leeds were good. Mm. Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank missed a penalty in the last minute. It was um, that was a fantastic win. And then we got to semis to play Arsenal. Arsene Wenger's league winners that year, I believe. Yeah. Um, and they played a full strength team. It was Adams, Adams and Ke- uh, Keown at the back. Vieira, mm. Petit in midfield. Oh wow. And then Anelka, I think, up front. Um, Christopher Ray was up front. I think Burkamp was injured. Yeah. Anyway, Wolves had a decent team this year, that year. Mm-hmm. And in the semi, there, but they had a plethora of strikers. They had this bizarre thing where it was still the March March transfer window. Okay. Do you remember transfer? I think it was end of March, wasn't it, when the transfer when you could yeah. stop playing transfers? And before the FA Cup semi, uh, Mark McGee signed Robbie Slater, the ex-Blackburn Australian winger, mm. and Steve Claridge. Right. Um, both on short-term deals for the rest of the season, purely so they could play in the semi-final of the FA Cup. Oh my goodness! He ended up um, starting Claridge, I think it was, um, and Don Goodman up front, and on the bench were Steve Bull and oh. Robbie Keane. Oh my god! Now even you, with your limited Wolves history knowledge, would appreciate that leaving Steve Bull and Robbie Keane on the bench in the FA Cup semi-final. And fans have never forgiven him. It comes up all the time still. Whenever you mention Mark McGee, it still I'm comes seeing, up. I'm seeing Bully this afternoon I'm after asking him that question. Asking him it, honestly. And I, I was stood um, in one of the corners. So who was it? Who was it? Goodman, Goodman and I think Claridge it was Goodman and Steve Claridge. I will, I will double-check it now. All 
pretty sure it was. Anyway, I was I was stood in the, one of the it was a Villa Park and I was in one of the, stood in one of the corners. Yeah. And five minutes before kick off, um, all the players who weren't playing, mm-hmm. who didn't make the bench, were walking walked up the stairs right past me. One of whom was Dougie Friedman, um, a fairly prolific striker in his day. He didn't even make yeah. the bench. Oh my god! Um, Score one uh, nil. Christopher Ray scored in the tenth minute, and um, Wolves went close to John Goodman, but yeah, never really. Uh, never really threatened seriously. Mm. So a hugely disappointing day. Obviously, Arsenal won the league that year, and and were amazing. But it was always a case of what might have been, because they felt that with with the team selection, um, if they'd played uh, Bull and Keane up front, it could have been a different story. That is cray cray. That is cray cray. Right? Should we get onto some questions? Sorry, we, we digressed a bit there. I think it was Steve Claridge. I've just googled it, and he and he was playing. I think he played. Okay. I'll ask him this afternoon. Right, we've got some really good questions, so so we'll have to go through them. Um, try and get to as many as possible this Excellent. week. Excellent. I would just say, old, old Gold Eighty wants to get rid of his pubic hair to win the FA oh, Cup. Oh come on! Um, and a nice one from Shape the Place, who says he's happy to sacrifice Luke Hatfield's top man and River Island gold cards. And <laughs> I think the platinum, to be honest. Uh, more of that later. Um, right, okay, questions. Kate Wright, here we go. And there's quite a few people asking this question. How much do you think Villa are rattled after their bizarre attendance tweet last night? Do you think they're hurting oh, wow. over us trying to nab Tammy? So please explain to him um, Aston Villa's crazy tweet last night. Yeah, really weird. Um, Villa put out a tweet saying, we're delighted to announce we're launching our Kids for a Quid ticket promotion for our upcoming clash with Sheffield United. Snap up your tickets today. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Um, a Wolves fan replies with a fairly regulation tweet. Still won't fill the ground up. He says, mm. "Wolvo Wanderer." This is Paul Thomas. He then adds the hashtag Holt Benders. Right, right. Now, anyone who's going to tweet Holt Benders, yeah, um, from a from a, a club point of view, it's probably yeah. not worth replying to no. or, or getting down to that level. No offense, no. Paul. No. Villa. Some for some reason at nine forty six p.m. No. may or may not have been from from the local pub. Um, reply. <laughs> Uh, re- reply to reply to Paul Thomas with his halt benders um, with the average home attendances this season of, of Villa and Wolves, oh, God. of which Villa um, averaged thirty four thousand and Wolves averaged just a smidge under thirty one thousand. Um, so yeah, it's extremely undignified, um, bizarre behaviour for for an official club account, and. I, just, I, don't, I don't really get the point of it, really. I mean, Villa no. Park's a lot bigger than Molyneux. Um, historically, a, a bigger club in terms of fan base and attendances over many, many years. So why why, why are you lowering yourselves and, and mm. getting involved in that? So obviously, an awful lot of Wolves fans uh, picked up on it, as did as did the local local journalist for the Express and Star, um, and just had a bit of a pop at them, really. So all, all very strange behaviour. But not a first from Villa's social media account. There is some no. weird stuff that they tweet oh, out. I don't know who runs it. I don't know what, don't know what they're yeah. after. Mm-hmm. Even even the Villa fans that I know think it's uh, it's garbage. Um, and um, do you think they're a bit bitter after Tammy, do you feel? What do you mean? Well, just, you know, slightly frustrated at the, uh, the, at the approach by Wolves. Uh, maybe. Maybe well, no. no I, I just it's, like I say, it's nothing new for them. Mm. And we'll, we'll we'll talk about Tammy Abraham in a bit. Um, I mean, Wolf we gravy. gave we gave him Courtney Hawes. They should be grateful. Absolutely. Um, Wolf Gravy. Um, it's the future. Um, if you can in the future, if you can clone one current Wolves player to play all the eleven positions, who would you choose? I choose Ooh. Willie Bolly. He says. Um, it's a shame Dave Edwards has left. Hey, yeah, yeah. Um, Bolly's a good shout. Mm. Cody, well, you, Cody, be a good one, I think. He can't finish though. Ah, oh, so I saw him put that penalty away with a plummet Bolton last year. <laughs> um, I'll get an awful lot of grief for this, but maybe Matt Doherty. Oh, he can score, he can defend, he's good in yeah. the air. Mm-hmm. I was on, um, I was on a, uh, a podcast last night. Sorry, very sorry. I was on another what? podcast. What? I was <laughs> behind you, behind your back. Disgusting. Um, it was a, a, an American podcast. I think it's ESPN related podcast. Mm, they just mm. gave me a call for ten minutes. Anyway, it wasn't it wasn't, wasn't Robbie Muster and Robbie Earl, was it? No, it was an Irish guy and an American oh. guy. 
Okay. They're asking me what Wolverhampton's all about and what a night's out yeah. in Wolverhampton. So I told them all about Pop World, obviously. Um, no, as you do. But no, it was quite a serious chat. And they were saying, they were like... Sounds it. Sounds, sounds very serious. They were like, um, Doherty's been with Wolves since the League One day, since 2010-11. He must be like a massive cult hero, was the question. Mm-hmm. To which I replied, not really. You know, he gets a lot of stick um, from fans whenever he makes a mistake. They don't sing about him. He hasn't got a song. No. I wouldn't say he's... Sorry, I'm boring you. I know you're yawning there. Sorry. Um, it's oh, cold in here. But do you know what I mean? From, from, their, from their point of view, over there in, in Yankee Doodle Land... Easy. They, 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 they presume, because he's, he's been with the club since League One for so many years, he's, he's one of the best players this year, mm. one of the best right-backs in the Premier League this year. Mm. They're like, God, this guy must be a massive hero, cult hero, was the question. No, no not really. And it's hard to explain why. I couldn't really explain it, but... I guess he's maybe he's associated a bit with, with the bad old days, but people, I'd love to know because it, it, uh, it, it's a strange one to me because I think Matt Docker is absolutely fantastic mm-hmm. and he's been brilliant all season um, and should should is showing that he's good enough to stay with this club going forward. You know, we know yeah. how, we know how high this club wants to go. He's mm-hmm. definitely good enough to stay with them in, in the short to medium term. Absolutely. So what's wrong? What's wrong with Matt Doherty? Tell us, people. Tell us, tell us. Uh, Why is he not loved and adored? Us. Is my question. Because I said okay. Cody's far more of a cult hero than Doherty is. Yeah. Why is that? Yeah, interesting. Benjamin Middleton. Um, ten years ago, we signed we signed Sylvan Evans Blake. I think he scored na, na, a few na, in this na, team. Na 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 Evans Blake. Sylvan Evans Blake. I think he scored a few in this team, albeit from the bench. Um, if you could have a Wolves player from the last ten years in our team now, who would it be? Uh, it says appreciate that and you just will know no one <laughs> <laughs> 10 years eh mm. I would say that Doyle and Fletcher would be pretty good options off the bench right now certainly okay. certainly the 2010 Stephen Fletcher mm-hmm. would love to play in this Wolves team and he's very good at that kind of number 9 role yeah uh, Sacco would be a shout certainly the mm. peak Sacco Imagine that. Yeah. Well, yeah, the pace and strength of that guy. Um, Scored his first goal for the Baggies the other day. Uh, yeah, he did, didn't he? In the FA Cup, mm, wasn't it? Mm. Who else? Still that chance, good? isn't there? Still that chance of an Albion Wolves semi-final at Wembley. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, oh that would be tasty. Oh, that would be tasty. Would you take that now? I'm giving. I'll give you. I'll give you rubbish. Um, you're playing. I don't know. Not rubbish. I'll play. Reading at Reading in the semi-final or Albion in the semi-final. Albion totally all day because really? yeah, because they're they're probably easier to beat than Reading, oh. and it'd be a fantastic day. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, oh, yeah, I would, I would say Sacco and Fletcher, maybe Matt Jarvis as well. Peak Peak Jarvis. Paul Lappage uh, with with post-game Liverpool video showing that Ian Judah Star has signed for Slytherin during the transfer window. What house would the Sorting Hat place Tim? Oh God! I've um, I finally watched them all a few years ago. I've seen them yeah. all once. Yeah, I'm going yeah, to you're the. A, you're a Slytherin as well. You, I don't you get. I'm going to the. I'm going to the studio in April. Oh yes, you are. Yeah, it's a fantastic day. Just make sure you um, you'll get a big surprise at the end of it as well. At the start is a huge surprise. At the end, there's a huge surprise. You'll enjoy it very much. I don't. I don't really know what the houses are. Can you pick oh, one for on. me? Um, well, you would be Slytherin because I, I'm, I can't find your soul anywhere. So you you will definitely be Slytherin, I think. But uh, okay. definitely not Gryffindor. Definitely not Hufflepuff. Uh, Ravenclaw. Mm, no, you're definitely Slytherin. You're with me. You're with me, mate. Okay. I don't get what you um, mean, but yeah, okay. Okay. I'm, I'm glad you watched it. You must have really enjoyed the films. Um, <laughs> um, oldie, oldie but Goldie Wolf, which says, says, love the podcast. First ever tweet. First ever tweet. We're, we're honoured. Is it? Um, Is it his first I, ever? says first ever tweet are you both breathing a sigh of relief that Wolves aren't pl- paying Tammy's wages because he could have meant us going back to pie or could have meant me and you going back to pies again in the pre-match media lunch <laughs> yeah well I, I saw a couple of stories saying it'd be 120 grand a week no, that's not mm. true uh, that, that's I think I think that story was only if they're going to sign him on a permanent deal but um, no I'd, I'd I, w- I would have liked them to bring him in and I still hope they do bring him in Okay, good stuff. James Robinson, um, with Nuno's reputation getting better and better, it seems inevitable that he will move on and leave sooner rather than later. W- when do you think this would be? Where would he go realistically? And who could replace him at Wolves? Goodness me. 
Where will it go? Where will it go? Well, when do you think it'll be first? When do you think it'll be? Well, this is always up and down, isn't it? I mean, everyone at the start of the season was saying he's off to Juventus or Man City or Man United. Then he was bang out of form and out of the team and everyone's saying he'd be he'd be looking to play for Scunthorpe. And now and now he's had a couple of good games and he's and he's back off again, so it depends it depends how how quickly Wolves can rise as well, I think. You know, if Wolves can satisfy Nevis' ambitions. We're talking about we'll, Nuno, mate. Oh, sorry, I thought you said Neves. Nuno, Nuno's reputation getting better and better. It's oh, I thought you said Neves. Nuno. Nuno. Mm. Okay, well, well, Nuno. Um, goodness me. I, I've always been a bit confused by his ambitions, really. Is he is he here for the long term? Is he here for as a kind of a stepping stone? I mean, I don't think he's had too many offers, you know, since since he's been here. I don't think he's been hugely tested in that regard. A lot of people think... are saying that he will do now, that especially with the, the results that they've had, and especially in the against the top six, that the big boys will start to come calling soon. Or his name will definitely be linked seriously with with bigger jobs. Now, now I think we discussed at the start of the reign many podcasts ago about him maybe having a stepping stone of Everton before the big, big clubs. I don't know whether he needs to do that stepping stone. No, he, he wouldn't do that. I don't think he'd do that now. I think Wolves have proved this season that they are capable, perhaps even this season, but certainly in the near future, of challenging, you know, sixth, seventh, eighth place and maybe higher. There's, there's, they've, they've got a great foundation now to do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, he said he said only two or three months ago he will see how his contract at Wolves, which runs until 2021. Which guarantees at least two two more seasons after this one. Yeah. If he was to be true to his word, uh, the the more it goes on, the more the more I think he Wolves are satisfying his ambitions and what he wants to do. This is a this is one of the most exciting projects in European football at the moment. I don't think I don't think there's I don't think there's any argument against that. Wolves are a club expanding at a, a, a very fast rate. On the field and off the field, we've seen that you know the training ground being done. The stadium will be next. The players, they're all they're a young and improving team. Fosun have got as much money as you could want. What what, what more do you want from, from a project, really? Unless he's desperate to go and win trophies straight away, he's still fairly young. He's in, he's you know he's, he's mid forties. He's got plenty of time to do all that trophy malarkey. So the more the, the more the more time goes on, the more I think about, it, the more I think he will stay. When he first arrived at Wolves, I was certain that it was just a stepping stone to the future. But if George Mendes is still knocking around, if Fosun is still at the club. If a lot of these players aren't going to be stripped and sold off as assets, which I don't think they will be, then I, th- I can see Nuno staying for at least for at least another season. At yeah, least. I agree. I think one more season. I think um, probably. And then uh, we'll see. We'll see where Wolves are if they continue yeah. this meteoric rise, and at the end mm-hmm. of next season they're somehow like challenging for fourth, fifth place in mm-hmm. a you know in dreamland. Then yeah, of course he'd stay. I think he would. Okay, we're going to make the last question because we are running out of time, and we, we, we've still got uh, plenty to discuss. Uh, we've only got about fifteen, twenty minutes left. Uh, Tom Calvert, when do you think we will next hear from Jeff Shee? He's been quiet this year. Good. I, I, I mean, I ask, I ask regularly. Good, good, good question. Um, it's up to, it's up to Jeff. I think there's a couple of times last year when he probably spoke more than he would have done in hindsight. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. I would, uh, I'd, I'd love to have a sit down chat with him. It's been a little while for myself personally. You know, Jeff hasn't spoken much this season at all. So no. Uh, hopefully soon. Okay, um, right. Um, have you got a couple of emails? They have to be pretty quick, though, Tim, if we've got some emails today. Okay, Nathan. Uh, we've got one from Ben Stack. Mm. Hi, gents. Thanks for the lovely podcast. It always seems mental to me that I can get your considerable insight delivered directly into my ears free of charge. Oh, yes. Cheers, Ben. I generally listen on the train into work and always look forward to the new episode arriving. I listened in the car once, but never again. Uh-oh. I had it turned up quite loud and nearly caused a pile-up on the M25 in surprise at a particularly loud and high-pitched exclamation from Nathan. Eh? <laughs> my, my question is as follows. I've been rejecting for some time the idea that we can't get energised unless it's against a big team and argue with anyone that will listen that it's a tactical thing, not a motivational thing. However, after the Fulham and Palace games, I find it difficult to sustain the argument I thought it looked like they didn't fancy it there was none of the snapping into tackles three players jumping on the ball etc that we see against the big teams I'd like to know whether you agree mm. it's a good question 
I, th- I think it still is tactical. I- I'm not sure motivation is a problem for this team. We saw it time and again last year when small teams came to Molyneux and uh, were still swatted aside even when Wolves were many points clear at the top of the league. I think it is a tactical thing. I think I think you look at that Palace game. Yes, they needed, they needed more urgency and tempo, but does that come from tactics or, or motivation? It's a difficult one to answer because you've got to ask, ask the players and even then they might not tell you what's, what's truly stopping them from performing as well as they do against the big teams. But... I'll give them the benefit of the doubt and stay and say it's still a tactical thing for now. You know, this team is the team is motivated. There are a lot of young players that are making careers and names for themselves. I'd be disappointed if if they couldn't get up for Palace at home, to be honest. But I think you naturally raise your game against the, against the big teams because it's a bigger occasion. Um, anyone else? Uh, Bob Dunn, one Bob of our favourite regulars. Mm. Uh, hi, Tim. Tim, hi. Do you use any kind of notation system during the games? Or do you rely on memory slash statistics provided produced by others? Things mm-hmm. like passes, uh, forward, sideways, backwards, etc. Mm-hmm. Nathan, I would ask you to, but if you take any notes, they must be incomprehensible based on your after-match analysis. Wow. Smi- smiley face. Jesus. Um, I'll let that one fly, Bob. No, I don't. I don't make notes. I mean, I tend to tend to tweet most of my thoughts and then just read up on them afterwards for player mm-hmm. ratings, etc. And then there's a couple of statistical websites you can use for things like passes. Yeah. Uh, so kind of combine the, combine the two really. And finally, from thanks for that, Bob. Finally, from Gareth Ratty. Ratty. Hi boys. Great podcast as always. Keep up the great work. Uh, because of listening to you both, as I live in America, I've started to have dreams about EastEnders. Wowzer, was that um, last week? After watching our games this season, we seem to be very slow moving the ball from back to front and heavily rely on Cody uh, pinging the ball across field. Very true. Mm-hmm. Johnny's good defensively, but I prefer Vinagro who seems to like to run quickly down the wing. Do you think we should look for someone who's quicker should Johnny go back to Atletico at the end of the season? Dum, um, dum, 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 dum. Yes, <laughs> decent, very decent from you. Completely agree, Gareth. Yeah, I think I do agree. They need a bit more pace down that flank. And then he follows up with, I forgot to ask this in my earlier email, if Wolves got to an FA Cup final and we're against Spurs, for example, if Spurs mm. were already guaranteed Champions League football, would the European spot go to Wolves even if they lost the final or would it be based on league position? I think... League position, it used to, used to be, used to be um, the, that they, they were the losing finalists but I'm almost certain now that it goes to the next one in the league yeah I think I think you're right I think they changed that because Wigan mm-hmm. got in uh, no yeah. Wigan won the cup didn't they it but was, no uh, losing finalists Millwall got in when Millwall they lost, lost it, yeah. but I think I think it, it now changed. reverts to league position yeah I agree I agree uh, what do you want to do do you want to do transfers or do you want to do abuse of the week first uh, let's do transfers first. Okay, so January. It's, it's a good abuse of the week. Stick, stick okay. with the people. Stick with it. Well, most of them have gone, I think, already, actually, after the bounce yeah. a bit. But anyway. Um, right, so let, let's start with um, the obvious and Tammy Abraham. And um, we did a video, kind of a bit of an update of where we are or where we were um, a couple of days ago. Is that still the same? Is it still. He's an Aston Villa player on loan at the moment, but w- things could change? Yeah, not much has moved on, I don't think, since the video. It seemed like, it seemed like a busy day behind the scenes yesterday with lots going on. Um, but no conclusions as yet. Um, they're definitely still in for him. They definitely still think that they can sign him. He's back at Villa for now. Um, issues with FIFA ratifying the move certainly as well. Um, Wolves are putting pressure on FIFA to, to sort this out. And if they can present and put a deal in front of Tammy Abraham and say sign it, then they still think that he will do that. So have you got your have you got your tweet saved in draft of the Wolf of Wall Street when when um when <laughs> nice. Signs? Yeah, good one. Maybe I should do. I tell you what, social media will be breaking down if they sign Tammy Abraham now. After, after, after he's back. Can you imagine the Wolves fans? It's not over. It's very telling for me talking to social media that he hasn't tweeted mm. himself. You know, all his mm-hmm. all his teammates have, but Abraham himself saying "shtum" for now. Mm. Um, there are a few days left. I think it was reported that Chelsea have got until the fourteenth to recall him. Yeah, that's not the case. I understand, but uh-huh. it is. It is soon. Okay. It's kind of middle of the month, but it's not the fourteenth in particular. I think there's a, I think there's a couple more days than that. Um, so we're looking kind of start to middle of next week. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. It's it's a it's a saga that drags on and on. I think a lot of people are bored of it now. But um, but Wolves are still hopeful, and he's you know remains their number one target despite everything that's happened this week. And away from Tammy Abraham, any names that you're hearing? Or it's very or quiet. It's very yeah. quiet. I mean, they're going to need a centre half now. I'm, I feel sure because Courtney Hawes has gone, and they're, they're, they're short of cover. Uh, a wing back would be nice, but we say this every window, and not many 
tend to be come in. Mm-hmm. So again, I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't sign a wing back. But for me, I w- yeah, I would. For me, I'd bring in a wing back and a centre half. Um, and I think we will see a centre half come in, and I think we'll see a striker come in, and that'll the, probably be it. Things are going to start hotting up in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, they? totally. It, it, it takes time, doesn't it? Especially no, exactly. Way. People will look at it on the surface and think, "Oh, Wolves are sitting on their hands and not doing anything." It's not the case. You've got to understand how complicated transfers are. If you want to sign someone in January who's a good player then he's going to be a loss to whatever team you're signing him from mm-hmm. on in the middle of the season. So they've got to find a replacement as well. Mm-hmm. And then you've got a massive knock-on effect. So um, that's that's why it may take a bit of time. And I'm sure we'll all be there at midnight on the 31st. No, oh, 100%. We'll be doing a podcast at 1am, I'm sure. Um, right, it is... Abuse of the Week! Abuse of the Week! Abuse of... The week. Week, 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 abuse of the week. Yeah, uh, abuse of the week. It's abuse of the week, Tim, and this is going to be a goodie. Abuse of the week, Mister Tim Spears. Start off with mm. some backhanded abuse of the week. Ooh, backhanded. Look like a backhander or two. Um, I stuck a tweet out with all the with all the. Post Liverpool uh, articles, yeah, uh, like six or seven stories just in one tweet. Yeah, uh, Dave o- Clyde. Always, by the way, I always thought fans when you do the fans is, is my fans video and, and clicked on the link the other day and it wasn't. It's, it's your fan verdict. It's the fan verdict. Yes, yeah, unbelievable. Anyway, I, carry on. I, yeah, I, I tried to fit that video in the other day, but I couldn't. Sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, Dave Clive, who hasn't quite worked out what name he wants to use, says uh, in reply to that tweet. <laughs> Credit where it's due, you know naff all about football and are so biased for some players and against others, it's disgraceful. But as a journalist, you ain't bad, to be fair, and you do make a lot of effort. I include your boyfriend in that, especially compared to other journalists. (laughs) Backhanded abuse of the week from Dave Clive there. Absolutely backhanded. Wolves fan? Is he Wolves fan? (laughs) Apparently, yeah. Right, excellent. Um... Right, so Villa fans jumped on board this week with some great abuse. Um, obviously, so this it emerged on um, Tuesday, I think it was, mm. that um, Abraham had chosen to side with Villa. For now. as uh, uh, Yeah, and as I understand, that's for now. Mm. But everybody got very excited. Grealish tweeted, as, as, you, as you suggested earlier. Mm. Um, but, I, but yeah, I spoke to a couple of people at, at, at the club, tried to figure out exactly what was going on, and... Understand that it's not it's not 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 a dead deal. It remains the case. So yeah. I took a little tweet out, and this was about an hour after everybody got very excited. All the Villa fans extremely mm. happy and excited mm. that Abraham has chosen them over the mighty Wolves. Yeah. So they didn't take kindly to me saying it's not over yet. Uh, the tweet I put out was: I understand that Wolves' move for Abraham is not dead. And then a couple of other bits. Rich Boing Boing replies with: Unlike your career, which is a nice start. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom, with a load of numbers after his name, uh, says, D-I-C-K head knows nothing about Wolves, Villa, or Tammy Abraham. I lost you there. I lost you there again. Oh, uh, Tom says... Sorry, carry on. D-I-C-K head knows nothing about Wolves, Villa, or Tammy Abraham. Oh, interesting. I bet you any amount of money you want that he stays, since as he said it with his own mouth this morning, you fool. Who wants to go to an SHIT house club like Wolves? No one. Wow. Yeah, quite. And then a few more from Villa fans. Right, let's just go through these, shall we? Um, I'm in the sweary section of Twitter here. Mm. So, uh, Chewy, crawl back under your rock, Tim Spears. Uh, Aid says, give it a rest, FFS. DP, DTP, don't talk rubbish because you're a Wolves fan, mate. Uh, Brenda says, who, "Who the f is this guy?" Um, sorry, just a bit more here. Ah, this is a good one. Daniel Collins, have a day off, rat teeth. Oh wow! Let me call that for us a new one. No, that's good. That's good. That's probably one for the for the new podcast mug. Abuse of the week mug. <laughs> Righty says, "You're full of shit, mate." Uh, Dean Perro, why does shit fall out of your mouth? Wow. Uh, June Maynard, well, you understand wrong, so jog on and jog report on. news more important. Mm. John Johnson says, bullshine. <laughs> um, 
Grumpy Bill, oh, F off. Sam, F off Tim. Uh, Sav, tell him to piss off. Uh, Jack says, F off. Face it, he's not going to Wolves. End of. George Savile, was it? Matt says, F you. Mm -hmm. Um, Adam Williams says, you understand F all then. Uh, P off, let it go. Uh, Dom says, Tim, I think you're the only one who has that information. Give it up and F off to cry into your faggots and peas. Which is original. Mm. Jimmy, D-head knows nothing about Wolfville. Oh, no, I read that one. Uh, Matthew Rose says, you're an S-H-I-T-E journalist, pal. Mitch, haha, yeah, okay, pipe down, you dingle, see you next Tuesday. Matty, F off Timothy, you deluded idiot. Uh, there we go. Oh, <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Oh, they've all come out of it. They've all come out. So I look forward to replying to each and every single one of you if and yes. when Tammy Abraham signs for Wolves. Yes, can you... Oh, I tell you what. <laughs> I can't wait to see the tweet when you do that. Oh, it's going to be brilliant. Brilliant. Let's um, hope so. Okay. So um, we got we got the little little trip to Manchester City on Monday night. Tim, not Sunday. It is Monday, and we shall be we shall be departing to the um, Etihad Stadium. Not the worst uh, result for them the other night. Burton Albion nil, uh, Manchester City nine. Um, I, I assume that we're only going to see three or four of those players, as the rest of them will be rested for this game. Daunting, but not not impossible, Tim. Or is it just a free hit? <sighs> well. 16 goals in two games. Uh, the best best team in the country at this moment in terms of form. Probably still the best team in the country for me. Full stop. You know, I know they had a bit of a wobble over Christmas, but I think they're a better team than Liverpool personally. Agreed. Certainly going forward anyway. And but Wolves have been here before, right? Spurs scored Spurs scored 11 goals in two games. Six uh, two mm. and five one or five mm. nil. And Wolves went there and played them off the Wembley Park and beat them 3-1 very convincingly. So, yes, it's a much, much tougher test against Man City. But the previous two results against League One teams, or rather Rotherham in the Championship, are they? Um, yes. Rotherham in the Championship Barely. and um, uh, Burton in League One. Th- those results mean nothing for me mm. and they shouldn't mean anything to Wolves. And I don't think they'll affect Wolves' confidence in any way. Wolves will, will look at the fact that Crystal Palace went there a few weeks ago and beat them. Wolves will look at the fact that they claimed a, a draw against them in August. Wolves will look at the fact that they went there last season when, yes, City rested a few, but they still had Aguero, Sterling, Jesus, Bernardo Silva and were the first team to keep a clean sheet against them in about six months with a weakened team themselves. So it can happen. Will it happen? Probably not. But it'll be a pretty good game. It'll be an open game, an attacking game. Both teams will be playing their stuff. Wolves will get space. They will get opportunities to score. But it's just a matter of keeping them out at the other end if they can. It's a very, very tall order. But I'm not I'm not dreading it, and I don't think Wolves should dread it either. No, I mean, look, it's, it's, these are the occasions you've got to go and enjoy. And, and, and you know, they've earned the right to, to play against these kind of teams. And you show what they've done already this season. You think that Aguero will come back in. You think that Raheem Sterling will come back in. I think we'll see a pretty much different back three or four uh, with with Stones coming in and, and Danilo, etc. Look, they're full of quality. Um, can 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 they can they can they really realistically get a point here, or is this, is, is this a, a step too far? No, this is ta- a step too they, far. Honestly, they, they totally can get a point. They've got a Man City have got an off day, and Wolves have got to be at their best. But they've well, so had t- that off day, haven't they? Arguably, they're losing those two games on the bounce. Well, well, what about in August when when Wolves took a point off from then? You know, mm-hmm. it it can happen. Wolves have done it already this season, so of yeah. course, of course, it can happen. It can happen, but a lot of things have got to go in their in their favour. Again, the approach will be interesting. You know, does he, as he has done against Liverpool twice, does he go for three midfield to mm. try and shore things up a little bit more defensive, or like at Arsenal away and like at Spurs away, does he go three four three, two two wingers slash forwards and and go for it, albeit on the counter attack. I hope I mean, I it's the latter. You can't you can't go there and play for a clean sheet. You just can't. Oh, I think I think realistically, Nuno probably no. Realistically, to, for you to get something out of that game, you need to score two goals, and you've got to, you've got to you know you've got to play the attacking boys. Do you think we'll we'll get Traore and Jota with with Raul up top? Do you think that's that's the most likely three that we might see? That's what I do. If Traore is fit enough, um, if Jota's fit enough to to start again, which I presume he will be because it's a week between games. Definitely, if Traore can show what he did at Spurs, 
Mm. And if Jota can show what he's done in the past three or four games that he's played, then bloody hell, Wolves have got two players who can really hurt Man City and they've got him yeah. and those who can bring it all together and score a goal, as we know. Definitely. The back three picks itself. I'm sure Patricia will be back in. I'm sure mm-hmm. it'll be Doherty and Johnny at wing back. Mm-hmm. And that's the front three that I'd go with, definitely. I'd love to see Wolves give it a go. In midfield is, is, is the massive question for me because you've got four options now. Yeah. I don't think it gives White a start, but you, you've, got, so you've got four options who can legitimately put their hand up and say... I deserve to play in this game, given what I've done recently. I Who will he go for? As a well, th- they were very good against City in August, so that that would that would be the favourite option. But Sace is coming in and done very well defensively recently. Offers you a bit more protection in front of the back three. So I don't know. It's a tough one, really tough one. I think I think yeah, he'll probably go Neves and Moutinho, but then Donker certainly put his hand up against yeah. played very well against Liverpool and said that he can play. And Sace has done well recently, so that's an interesting um, selection dilemma. Equally, he may go with three, but mm. um, I hope he doesn't. I hope he goes three four three. Oh, I can't wait though. Could it be fun? Yeah, be really good fun. Yeah, Monday night game. Uh, Wolves obviously taking 3,000 it'll be a packed house hopefully there's, there's a bit of atmosphere there I mean it's normally pretty quiet at the Etihad but mm. um, I'm looking forward to it I'm looking forward to seeing what Wolves can do definitely how are you getting there do you live in are you staying over are you coming back um, all good questions mm. not not sure of the answers yet I've got a couple of friends in Manchester so it might be a couple of contacts yeah so yeah we'll see we'll see but either way we'll be there early Nathan after uh, our we, uh, we nightmare shall... last year oh it was dreadful yes and we should park at the um, the academy car park I feel yeah is the way forward um, right so it leaves me with a prediction um, I shall go first it's a Manchester City it's Wolverhampton Wanderers I'm going to say that it's um, it's too tall order this time but but no, no disgrace uh, whatsoever I'm going to say Manchester City 3 Wolverhampton Wanderers 1 I think there'll be goals. I think Wolves will score. But Man yeah, Man City in front of goal just look too irresistible at the moment. Mm. And they won't have Pochettino's tiredness argument, you know, they've got a week in between matches. So So I think Man City will win three two. Three two, cracker. Five goal thrill on Monday night. I think night. so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wolves will go for it. Alright. And and, and and better games on the horizon as well. Plenty of plenty of points. Hopefully, we can pick up in the next in the next few weeks. Or yeah, so. definitely. Well, yeah. The, well, the next two games are great as well. Leicester at home. That's mm. that's an important game for league yeah. position. And then uh, and then well, West Ham at home is is, is followed shortly after that. And in between, you've got the cup game. So yeah, yeah. happy days. And then we're off to Bournemouth, Bebe. So um, yes, it's a lot to look forward to. I shall see you. Uh, we'll see you on Monday night next. Then I think. Okay. I'll see you. I'll see you at the Etihad because I'm not going to see you tomorrow, am I? I'll miss you. I'll miss you more. You said that through gritted teeth. I can tell. <laughs> I can tell. Uh, right. Well, have a, have a fun weekend, peeps, and we'll see you on Monday night. From myself, from Tim. Take care. Bye bye. <laughs>